This month, we begin this exploration of what it means to be a people of blessing. This idea of blessing often gets associated with key life events. We baptize or dedicate a child, we bless a new home, we consecrate a marriage, we do a blessing of the animal ceremony or pray over the dying. Blessings are offered at vigils and public ceremonies. Often for these occasions, a minister or another religious professional is called upon to officiate. We bless these times to acknowledge the sacredness, the specialness, and the mystery of these occasions. These are truly times of blessing, but there are also other times of blessing. At a mealtime, you may offer a blessing. Some say a prayer at bedtime. There are so many ordinary moments, too, when life and people and nature and animals or experiences bless us or we bless them. A child laughs. A poignant song comes on the radio. A stranger helps us out. These moments grace our lives and bless us. Some of them may actually be so much a part of the day that we don't even recognize them as blessings. They may slip by with so little fanfare that we barely stop to even notice them, to take them in, to let them wash over us like a balm, giving us courage and strength and joy. I know that distractions and busyness and anxiety and loneliness and fear and a sense of failure and the times that when I'm feeling inadequate can all get in the way of my appreciation for these kinds of everyday blessings. And actually, they are the very times I am most in need of them, most in need of recounting them to myself, of recalling them, and of allowing them to recall me to myself. I've also noticed the urge we often have for something big and bold, something that feels especially special to us. The writer Brian Andreas wisely notes that it's hardest to love the ordinary things, but you get lots of opportunities to practice, he says. I think he is referring to this way of seeing the ordinary things as just that, as ordinary, as though they are somehow less important, less meaningful, have less to offer us. We easily recognize that the vacation to a place we've long dreamed about, a graduation party for a beloved family member, or attending a fun outdoor festival blesses our lives, but what of the daily moments? The magnificence of the divine creation blesses our lives, but as Kent Nurburn points out, what of the cloud? He says our constant urge for more can become 
a curse as well as a blessing. It can cause us to neglect the mystery of the small stuff. He says, and I want to repeat what his words were in that reading. Where does it come from, this strange, unquenchable human urge for more that is both our blessing and our curse? It has caused us to lift our eyes to the heavens and thread together pieces of the universe until we can glimpse a shadow of the divine creation. Yet to gain this knowledge, we have sometimes lost the mystery of a cloud, the beauty of a garden, the joy of a single step. He says we must learn to value the small as well as the great. He also says, do we really need much more than this to honor the dawn, to visit a garden, to talk to a friend, to contemplate a cloud, to cherish a meal, to bow our heads before the mystery of the day? Are these not enough? Sometimes it seems we ask too much. Sometimes we forget that the small graces are enough. Just imagine if we learned to bow before the mystery of the day. Just imagine being blessed by those simple, simple moments. In 1967, the poet, short story writer, and activist Amiri Baraka wrote a poem song that offers advice for honoring the small graces. I think he exemplifies what it means to practice noticing them. And he writes, Walk through life, beautiful more than anything. Stand in the sunlight. Walk through life. Love all the things that make you strong. Be lovers. Be anything for all the people of earth. You have brothers. You love each other. Change up and look at the world. Now, it's ours. Take it slow. We've got a long time, a long way to go. We have each other and the world. Don't be sorry. Walk on out through sunlight life and know we're on the go for love to open our lives, to walk, tasting the sunshine of life. Amiri Baraka was born Everett Leroy Jones. Some of you may recognize that name. He later went by Leroy Jones and later adopted the name Amiri Baraka. And interestingly, the Muslim term Baraka means divine blessing. He was best known for his confrontational writing. He often set out to shock people into greater awareness, particularly to awaken people to the concerns of black Americans. In this piece of his that I've shared this morning, he illustrates what it means to live a good life, a rewarding life. He says, don't be 
sorry, walk on through sunlight life. He says these words as if to remind us of the small graces and the value of those graces. This week, I took up a challenge to create a blessing list for myself. And my list includes my cat. It has to always include my cat in some form or another. Um, but in particular, I was thinking of the way that she takes her paws and she clutches them around my neck and hugs and snuggles me. My list includes starting my day on the back porch now that the weather has warmed up, listening to the birds, chanting to Snaidam Carr, drinking coffee. This week I celebrated a birthday, and on the day of my birth, I reflected on my parents, my parents who loved me, and it caused me to shed some tears because I miss them. They are both deceased, and I was wishing that I could spend time with them. And so these were tears of sorrow, but to have such intense feelings for those who cared for me and who cared about me in a very special way is a blessing, truly a blessing. The tears were bittersweet. I was also blessed with birthday cake, too much of it, and ice cream. My week's list of blessings also included a phone call from one of my sisters, reading poetry by Brenda Hillman, lunch with some friends. It included a long walk along the Tulpahawken, seeing my purple irises now in full bloom, and the pink peonies in my yard newly opening, and being able to do many of those things with my partner, Chris. I have to admit to you that it took me a little time to get warmed up to making this list of mine. Some things just seemed too mundane. But that's really the point here. Savoring a cup of coffee or watching the kids across the street ride their bicycles. Those are small and healing moments. They are small graces. They are small moments of life's kindnesses. As I began to write this list of mine, I noticed more and more could be added to it. And each item reminded me that I am glad to be alive. That this world is sacred and beautiful. That I am loved. That what I do matters. That who I am matters. And don't we all need such reminders in our lives? John O'Donohue writes, May you arise each day with a voice of blessing whispering in your heart. That's the kind of week it was 
for me, the voice of blessing, the voice of God, the birds, loved ones, whispering in my heart. Even and especially on the days this week when I was dealing with more difficult situations and emotions, I needed to hear that whispering voice, and when I listened, I heard it. O'Donohue also writes, May you allow the wild beauty of the invisible world to gather you, mind you, and embrace you in belonging. Isn't that beautiful? Those beautiful words, healing words. Writing that list helped me to see that belonging. Helped me to see how I am embraced in belonging. I felt connected. I felt grateful. Brian Andrea says it's, it can be hard to love those ordinary blessings. I actually have come to believe it's easy to love those ordinary blessings. What's hard is to give them their due and to allow them to emerge, to allow them to enfold us, to allow them to gather us. But as Andreas notes, there are many opportunities to practice. There are many opportunities for us to learn to appreciate those small graces. In fact, there are opportunities every week, every day, every single moment. And so, I ask you this morning, what is blessing your life? What would you include on your list? I want to invite you to take just a moment of silence to consider just one or two things that are blessing your life. Maybe it was something from this morning. Maybe it was something from when you first walked in the door of the church today. Maybe it was something from this week. But a small moment of your week. Let's hold a moment of silence together to reflect on that. Did you all hear that blessing? That blessing, the sound of a child. There's an insert in your order of service this morning. It's an insert that says blessings on the top of it, blessing list. And I encourage you to take that sheet home with you. Take it home with you and for the next week, Write two to three ordinary blessings on it each day. Be sure to include what's come to mind for you here this morning. Try to make these simple things, daily things, things you might not have noticed otherwise. And then at the end of your week, spend some time looking at your list. Review that list. See if there are any patterns that emerge. Is your list full of Music? Is it full of food? 
nature, people, what's there? Take time to notice those small, small graces that are really, after all, not so small at all. Maybe you'll even decide that you want to extend this practice to the whole month of June as we consider what it means to people of, be a people of blessing, or maybe you'll want to make it a practice for yourself indefinitely. The point is to learn to give these ordinary things prominence in your life, in our lives, in our world, to hold them, to savor them, to name them. The point is, as Baraka writes, to open our lives, to walk tasting the sunshine of life. To be blessed is to open our lives, to open our hearts, to know we belong, and to know that we are beloved. Dear beloveds, you belong. You are beloved. You belong. My wish for you is that you will each find your place of belonging, that you will each know that you are beloved. May it be so. Amen. Blessed be.